103. It's the best bits of Manchester's best breakfast show all stuck together in MP3 sellotape. Love Mike and Chelsea. Love the Toulon cast. Right, this is the Key 103 Toulon cast. I'm Mike Toulon. This is Chelsea Norris. Hello, Key 103 Toulon cast. You know, I was talking the other day about my washing machine. Yeah. And how I'm not really, uh, I'm not really au fait with it. I, in fact, I hate, I'm not au fait with the word au fait. <laughs> it's a bit highbrow. <laughs> it's a bit highbrow for me, isn't it? But I've said it now, so it's a fait accompli. Um, the, um, yeah, I've got this washing machine. I don't understand it. And it's got, you know, things like a pre-wash on it. What's a pre-wash? What's a, what the hell is it's a pre-wash? It's dead dirty. So you should it's use like it a marinade. It's like a marinade. It's like getting the clothes ready for the real deal. It's like, we're not ready for the proper wash yet. This is the pre-wash. It's a wash, isn't it? It's got the pre-wash. It's got things like an H setting, and E setting. I don't understand what any of it means. And I've got into this awful... It's also a washer-dryer. So, inadvertently... I don't agree with that. Nor do I. Instantly, I don't agree with yeah, it. I just don't think you should mix it. Well, you're doing all these How tumble dryers out of business, wet? aren't you? It There's uses a, di- a hell of a lot of electricity as well. Does it really? Rock it and creates uh, condensation, I think. Really? Yeah. Are they, you don't agree with tumble dryers at all? No, I, I like hanging out on a good old-fashioned washing line. Because I think you can't... Uh, you, you, mm. you never get the, the, the freshness. It smells of ozone, doesn't, doesn't it, when it? you hang it outside? Oh, I love yeah. the smell of ozone. Unless you live on a main road, of course. Yeah, <laughs> Which yeah, smells of CO2. Um, so I've got this thing, and I, I don't really understand how it works. So, so um, now when I try and wash stuff, and I've started washing my girlfriend's stuff as well. You know, I'm trying to do the, 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 the decent sort of manly thing. I wouldn't bother. No, do you know, I don't think I'm going to bother anymore because she wasn't grateful. No, I, sh- I wouldn't bother because I wouldn't trust you. Oh, I see, right, okay. <laughs> um, and I, I, I did a wash the other day, and inadvertently I'd also put it on the dryer mode afterwards. Right. So all the stuff came out, and um, uh, she'd loaded the washing machine, and I'd put it on. And, and she pulled out one of her cardigans, which is like a little woolen thing. Yeah. And now is like a really little woolen thing. Well, if anything's wool... That's yeah, you don't, put, you don't put it in the tumble dryer. No. This is the lesson that must be learned you by eye. it flat. What? You have to lie it flat, reshape, lie flat and leave to dry. Really? Yeah, with wool, oh, God, yeah. Where, how am I supposed to know all this? Which meeting do people tell you these Actually, things if anything's in? wool, you shouldn't even really be washing it. You should hand wash it because it, it shrinks the knit. Using the old Ecova. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, I pulled it out and uh, it was really warm, this cardigan. And my girlfriend Gemma pulled it out of the water and she said, oh, for God's sake. And she absolutely had a bit of a sense of humour failure at me. She said, look at this, it's completely shrunk. But she loaded it. No, actually, no, that was a lie. She loaded the washing basket. <laughs> right. <laughs> I loaded the washing machine. Right. Lies was... just trip off the tongue. <laughs> <laughs> no, she didn't load it. And anyway... Fools. Yeah, well, actually, no, we'll wait for, the, wait for the end of this story. So then she holds up this cardigan, and it's tiny. It, like, wouldn't fit my daughter Lottie. Uh, what and about then, Chelsea's dog, because she's always in the... Uh, it would, no, it would have fit Chelsea. <laughs> um, so, anyway, then she, she, she gave me a bit of a frown. She wasn't too annoyed. She wasn't too bad. We didn't fall out about it. And then, so I took it upon myself to throw away this cardigan. So I put it in the bin. And then the next day, she says, um, where's, where's my blero? What's a blero? Yeah. She said, yeah, where's a little, a little, little cardigan. Where's my little crop sort of top? Yeah, a little, yeah, one of those mini cardigans. And I said, what do you mean? She said, well, that thing that you washed the other day that I made a joke about it shrinking. <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> and I, was, I was like, oh, that was a joke. So I've thrown it away. Was it still in the wheelie bin? No, well, then, then we had the big argument over whose responsibility it was to rifle through the wheelie bin. And, and it you turns it. out, well, no, she, so she thought. So she thought it was mine. So I had to go out there in the middle of the night last night. Well, not the middle of the night, you know. We don't do seven. our washes yet. It's seven. <laughs> it, was, it was late for me. <laughs> I may be exaggerating again a little. Yeah, about seven or eight last night, there's me, you know, going through, oh, God. Have you, when was the last time you had to go through a bin? 
No, I don't think ever. It's awful. Have you ever oh, been? I was outside Gary Barlow's house. <laughs> Such good times. What did I do? No, I did this. What did I do last week? I threw something of Matt's away. Did you? Oh, it was an invoice for something, and he'd done it and had it ready on the side. And I looked at it and thought, oh, that was last week's, and threw it in the bin. And it wasn't. It was that night's, and he had to go uh, rifling through it. Rifling through yes, the bin. so actually I did the same There's thing. not a lot of fun to be had rifling through the wheelie bin. No. I was there, and you know, because I, I, you, you don't take care to compartmentalise all your rubbish. So, so there's like a fish head next to a broken eggshell next to a, a, a yoghurt carton. It's like a magnet to a tea bag. Anything. Absolutely. Tea bags will stick to anything you need. Tea bags stick to everything. <laughs> and I was going through, and I, you know what, I, I didn't tell her this at the time. I gave it a, a 30 second scan. And I, the, 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 the bin whiff, <laughs> that, that bin whiff put oh. me off. And I, I, I just stood outside for about another five minutes and went back in and said, no, it's gone. Mike and Chelsea. Throughout that Neo record, by the way, I've got to tell you, um, Chelsea and uh, Matthew um, have been arguing and bickering like two irritating people in their late 20s uh, about the TV show Super Scrimpers, which was on last night. So what we're going to do is we're going we're gonna to sort of channel this into something positive. Um, and uh, I'm going to give you each 30 seconds to tell me why Chelsea thought the Super Scrimpers was great, Matt, why you thought it was rubbish. It's like a, it's like a new debate show. We've got a new debate part to this programme. Uh, we're going to lovingly title it The Difference of Opinion on TV Programmes. Uh, so, Matt, you saw it last night, Channel 4, 9 o'clock. Why was Super Scrimper so bad? You have 30 seconds. Well, Chelsea sold this to me as being a, a programme that could save you money. I'm all, <coughs> pardon me, I'm all willing to save money at the moment because obviously you've got a wedding to pay for. Times are hard and I, I don't earn a lot of money, so I've got to save money. So, uh, the scene was set by uh, this, uh, these two old women by the side of a dangerous road cutting nettles. Um, and then they got back drenched, and then they mixed with flour and water, flour, water, and eggs, and decided to cut into strips, and then they made their own pasta. And it took them about four hours? Five minutes. Four hours, and they made some pasta strips, which I worked out I could have bought for 29p <laughs> from the Asda Value range. Um, it was basically for unemployed or retired people. People had too much time on their hands and wanted to save, like, 50p Butter. here and there. He's had more than 30 yeah. seconds. Yeah, he has had more than 30 seconds. Okay. There was also a human calculator. So that this woman's amazing. She's a human calculator. All she did was picked up card slips from outside cash machines. That was, that was uh, her skills. That's all she did. Okay, I didn't um, save any money. It actually cost oh me 30 God, minutes of my life. All right, that's enough, Matthew. Sorry. Just pipe down. Um, Chelsea. Well, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, the two old women, uh, which Matt there was referring to, is actually uh, a lady called Merrin Somerset Webb, who is, in fact, um, an e economist. A nettle cutter. <laughs> uh, no, an economist. Um, and <laughs> uh, also editor of uh, Money Week. And then you've got Miss Moneypenny, who, um, what they did is they basically uh, gave you tips on savings, so they showed you the best ISIS Miss Moneypenny, that hot bird out of the James Bond office. She wasn't that hot, oh. no. She's got the same name, she's a very different look. Uh, so they gave you tips on saving, best ideas on the market. They encourage kids on the high street to sh save money. Well, that's so, common sense, like, isn't it? It is to a lot of save people. Save money. Well, but brilliant. Thanks for that. If your parents <laughs> aren't very good with money, then you're likely to not be raised very good with money either, are you? And I've got a lot of friends who are, are not very good at it. They know they can't afford it, but they still spend. And they focused on a family in Birmingham who, on average, were bringing in 108 grand a year 
right? So that's more than average, God. And um, they were overspending still every month by nearly £3,000. So they're spending three grand that they didn't have more than what was coming in. And she was just saying to him, look, instead of having that 2.9 litre car that looks good, you drive a million miles a week, have a Ford Focus instead that does a lot of extra. It is common sense, but to a lot of people, they don't have it. Well, to some of us, we can't down... How do you downsize from a Hyundai Gets? It's just not possible, <laughs> is it? I'd have to look at a different area. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There was nothing in there for me. Do you know, I didn't see it last night, because I myself... I'm, 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 I'm taking it you Sky Plus to my show last night, Chelsea. No? No. Uh, I, was on, I was on MUTV I last night. Watching it actually, Matt's been it actually watched my sport bulletin, yeah. not Mike. Actually, uh, yeah. Subject. I was working myself last night on MUTV with Gary Neville, but the, you, you've actually... Um, I, I have actually Sky Plus this show, and I actually I, I do side with Chelsea. The idea of a show called Super Scrimpers yeah. about people who save money, I find fascinating. What she was saying about the pasta is... It would. Um... <laughs> it took her about three hours to make it. It's it's a long one month to go till the royal wedding. Three months to go. Exactly one month to go today till the royal wedding. Three months to go until the wedding of the year. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, yes, I'm talking about Chelsea Norris, uh, who is getting married um, in Italy. We don't know where. In fact, we know the date. We know the name of the groom. We know uh, the bride's mother very well. But we do not know the location. The location is as much of a secret as the Holy Grail. It is. Um, Chelsea has been nagging me for ages because I'm going, am I the best man? No. Oh. Am I an usher? No. Oh. Am I anything? No. Oh, right. <laughs> so, Chelsea's been thanking me. You're the creepy guy in the corner. Yeah. I'm the creepy yeah. uncle. Yeah. On the edge of the dance floor. <laughs> um, he, he, um, Chelsea's been nagging me for ages to bring in my passaporte. And today, Chelsea, I brought my passport in so you can take that. I actually had to text him yesterday to remind him as yeah. well. So I'm amazed he's even done it. I am shocked. Can I have a look at the picture? Well, you can, but I do look a the little bit like a terrorist. Horrendous. And I'm proud oh, of Oh, you've got your old nose. Oh, no, no yeah, don't bring yeah. that up. Oh, I missed that. Anyway. It's funny the way it bends around that corner, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it just scratches your top lip ever so slightly. How, it's so big I can breathe in once and it lasts me all day. <laughs> oh, your middle name's Luke. I can <laughs> sniff my own ear. Thank you. That's um, great. Right, anyway, so um, so Chelsea's getting married in a month. We don't know the location. Chelsea was actually at this secret location. Yeah. Um, is it going to be like a treasure trail? Are you going to like give no. clues? We're going to get it to Dover, and there's going to be <laughs> a, little, a little basket saying, jump on the boat. Well, you'll all find out a bit earlier, because obviously I'll print your boarding cards off, but yeah, I've done all the flights as well, which has sort of aged me over the last 12 months a bit. And um, so I went over the weekend to sort of sort the food out, and you have a chat with the florist, who didn't speak a word of English, um, so I had to communicate through pictures. Um, through the, through the, the art of love. Yeah, pretty much. And um, it got to the food tasting on Saturday night, and there was quite a few couples who were going to be getting married there over the summer so the chef came in and cooked for everybody and they brought out all these cheeses and I said well no this won't do because Mike doesn't eat cheese good for you Chelsea oh, no. you're not what? you're not catering for not him on dietary requirements oh, your, yeah. your fiance wife to be Helen Dunning yeah uh, put vegetarian yeah well, that, uh, vegetarian is a thing not non-cheese is it I put no cheese please <laughs> yes <laughs> I did vegetarian yeah I'm going to keep these things like the rest of my life and his is always <laughs> no cheese please in little neat writing and a a blue oh, yeah. viral. A cheese But um, <laughs> everything went quite smoothly and it was a busy weekend, but we got a load done. But it ended really badly. Did it? I don't mind telling you that I was in Venice for one oh, point. Where is you? that where it is? No, not telling you. Oh, but I was in that. And obviously, nice. there's a lot of water there. And um, I've heard this. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, they need to sort that out. Yesterday morning, we were flying home and we had to get to the airport. So I got up quite early and we went down to the boat. You get the boat to the airport. The gondola. It is a, well, not a gondola to the airport because that would take 
like days. Oh, right. Okay. Like but a it's, um, it's like the 192 on water, really. Yes. But it does stop at as many stops and takes about an hour and a half. I'm not good on boats um, at the best of oh. times. And um, I sat down on this boat and we were, we were on it and it kept stopping. And um, I started to feel really quite queasy. Anyway, um. I did fall asleep for a bit. I willed myself to sleep. Had you been it might. drinking? No, I hadn't. This is the thing. Oh. It just turns me tummy. I don't know what it is about boats. And um, anyway, my mum wakes me up. She says, Chelsea, we're here now. And as I stood up, I felt very unwell. Yeah. And you have to collect your case. And I was sort of shaking and really feeling quite ill. And I got off the boat and um, vomited in the bin. Oh, Chelsea. <laughs> and now, and the thing is... Um, it came over me and I was like hot and I was shaking and as I'm being sick in the bin I can hear like Italians walking past going Ugh. Ugh. Um, yeah, so that was more French as everybody, <laughs> 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 as everybody was getting off the boat to Chelsea. go home I was Chelsea. stood in my little wedges and me, me, you know, my nice jacket so you go over to Venice and, 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 and change the canal into a lovely multicoloured <laughs> I'm not getting on a boat anymore. No. No, I, no, I'm not built for boats. Does this mean you've got discount on your wedding, though? No. <laughs> Let's cut to the chest, no. Chelsea. Um, no. Chelsea has got these wedding diaries, by the way, online, and um, they're, they're not just her rambling about herself like she does on this show. <laughs> <laughs> they're kind of general observations on the whole matrimonial affair. And when I say affair, I don't mean that, that you know, because that's going to come later. <laughs> I mean the, the whole sort of getting married thing. So it's very good, actually, very amusing. Key103.co.uk forward slash breakfast for Chelsea's wedding diaries. Key103.co.uk uh, forward slash breakfast. Chris Fountain's only here. <laughs> What's happening? How are you, Fountain? I'm good, mate. I'm not too bad. How are you? I'm good. Listen, I'm I'm glad to see the fake tans worn off. Oh, <laughs> what the go. hell? I've been on air five seconds. <laughs> started already. Was well, that? Yeah, I'm, I want to know. Was it you pre overly preparing the night before, no. or is that your character? <laughs> is it supposed to be Tommy's character? Yeah, basically, dirty to looking. To Tommy Duck was. Um, well, he's not dirty looking. Like, like, <laughs> <laughs> Depends what he classes dirty, though, to be fair. Well, he had chatted up four girls in the first episode. I know, so I know, he's, he's a wrong one. But um, basically, Tommy's meant to have been travelling like around India, Thailand, <laughs> all over the place. He actually became yeah. Indian. And basically, <laughs> what he said to me, listen, you, pipe down over there. Sorry. <laughs> um, so basically, what happened was, yeah. he said to me, oh, you need to get a fake tan. I was yeah. like, okay, because obviously, if he came back from India and Thailand, everyone had been going, oh, well, you don't look very tanned. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, basically, it was kind of a last-minute thing, and I was trying to find somewhere I could get a fake tan. <laughs> yeah. And it just weren't happening, so... Have you tried Tan Diego? <laughs> yeah. That's the best place to I'm go. I've not, yeah. but basically, the, the thing I had to do, I called this woman up from the Yellow Pages and something. Yeah. She came to my house, <laughs> set up this little tent. Oh, oh yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And sprayed me. Yeah. It, it stinks as well, though, it doesn't it? It does. It smells like digestive biscuits. <laughs> like it, is exactly, it is exactly digestive. Yeah. yeah. That, that, that whiff, it's like going past the McVeigh. Vitty's factory in Stockport, <laughs> isn't it? So you're playing now Tommy Duckworth. Yes. So that's Terry's kid that mm -hmm. I'm trying because I'm trying to remember this that he sold. Yes, he, he sold, sold his own kid. Ten grand. He? That's it. Ten grand. <laughs> That's all you were worth. <laughs> That's all I'm worth. I hope uh, maybe I'm matured with old age. Yeah. He had a troubled few years. He had a difficult start yeah, in life. He did. Yeah. He did. I mean, uh, there's been two guys play Tommy Duckworth before. Uh, one of them was actually Sam Aston's brother. 
Oh, was it? Oh, yeah, Chesney. Chesney, yeah. It was Joe Aston who played Tommy before me. And I know Joe as well, so, like, back in the day when we were at drama and stuff together, it was yeah, really yeah, weird yeah. to be thinking that I'd be playing the character that he's played, so... Now, the weirdest thing was, I bumped into you, um, it, it was at ITV, wasn't it? Yeah, the, this, this morning, morning yeah. on this morning, and uh, about a month ago, and you told me about the Coronation Street thing. I came back and told Chelsea, I said, I bumped into Chris Fountain, he's going to be on Coronation Street. You didn't believe me. Oh, no, yeah, well, you get... Not, uh, it's not the sharpest. <laughs> it's not the sharpest, <laughs> is it? Oh, no, he's not. That's why I don't believe him. So uh, no, I was talking about you. Oh. <laughs> he was well informed. He'd seen me in the flesh. She didn't believe me. She said, Mike, you've got confused. Chris Fountain used to be in, in Hollyoaks. He was on Dancing on Ice. He's not in Coronation Street. But you move your glasses case thinking it's the mouse or the computer. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> oh, okay, then. So, on the, um, on the, uh, on the show, obviously, the, the first episode uh, we saw you in was about a week ago. On now, Monday. Was it? It was on Monday, just Monday. gone. <clears throat> and, yeah, listen, I've got to say, it ain't going to happen with you and Sean. No. I've got something to tell you about it. Oh, damn. <laughs> well, I think, I think he sees it as a bit of a challenge, to be honest. Does he? Yeah, yeah, he I, don't he, I don't think he minds at all. <laughs> Mike and Chad. I wasn't ready. I was just having a sip of my tree. I know, so I just was at all ready for the end of that You're song. ruining that now. That's going to be great, on it? I know, I've just completely <laughs> ruined it. Uh, Mike Posner on Q103. Chris Fountain is our guest this morning. It's 18 minutes past eight. Corrie's newest Romeo, Tommy Duckworth, got off to a flying start Hang on, what are you week, doing? Chatting up four different girls in his very first episode. I'm reading. Oh. But actor Chris Fountain has disappointing news for female fans, hoping that he'll be just as forward and flirty in real life because the former Dancing on Ice star is head over heels in love with his dancer girlfriend, Jessica Derrick. And he can't chat up women to save his life. He admits I'm completely besotted with Jessica. It's the real thing. It's the most serious relationship I've ever had. I could definitely see myself with her for the rest of my life. Everything's just so easy. We get on really well. Even when I'm at my mate's house playing computer games, I'll be sat on Skype talking to Jess for most of the night. Nauseating. My mates, my mates all think she's great too. <laughs> Do you want me to carry on? Yeah, go on. Uh, I don't think Chris does. <laughs> <laughs> the couple met last May in Marbella, where Chris was DJing. He'd spent um, a night on board a boat and met Jessica on board. Though friends of friends, looking back, he says anything could have happened. He grins. There was food, there was drink, there was music. We were out at sea. We got on so well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I didn't say it like that. I'm sure. She's absolutely say. stunning and conversation really flowed. Neither of us... What? Neither one of us, oh, had to chat up the other. Sorry about that. Uh, we stayed on the boat until midnight, and when we got back, we happened? went for a walk around the port. Then what happened? Fairy tale stuff, really. It sounds it. Was. Yeah, the couple stayed in touch, visited each other after coming home, and when Chris, 23, landed a role in a play in London, he moved in with Jessica, 21, at a home in Sidcup, Kent, in September, just four months after they'd met. Wow. wow. I actually months, really, I'm really gutted. I'm really gutted that she's in London and can't hear this because I'd have got serious brownie points for that. You would. Massive, you, serious brownie points. You'd be getting a special treat at the weekend. <laughs> 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 I'll <laughs> 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 ring her later yeah. and I'll read it down the phone. <laughs> oh, that's great. I'll, I'll put the music on, though. I'm so, going to yeah. take this yeah. home and carry on reading it. Yeah, do. I'm really interested. I'm going to take the CD home and just listen to it. So you're all loved up in real life CDs? I am, yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's very nice. It's different for me, but it's really nice. I know, yeah, yeah. So it's the first, like you said in the interview there. What paper is that, by the way? It is the Daily Mail. And it's pages uh, 22 and 23, double page spread. So it's the first time, time, the first time you've been in this kind of uh, serious. Um, it's first time you live with a girl. Though. It's, it's <laughs> not first time I've been with a girl. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say that. Stop me. Is it the first time you've been intimate with someone? Uh, no. no. Um, so, so that's good. That's all going on in real life. Now, you, you also, you obviously now in Coronation Street. So, where, where are you living now? Because obviously you were in. Uh, in I'm kind of all over the place, really. I mean, I've got a, a place in Leeds, but obviously, like, I know a few of the cast already from from like football matches and so yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've been staying. Me Ryan every now and then. Ryan Thomas plays Jason. Oh right. Um, so that's I do. Been I fun. do have a bit more. Here. Oh go on. What's she got? Um, here? Chris, who divides his time between his house in Leeds and Jessica's in Kent.
Kent was approached for the role last November admits to having more than a few nerves before his first scenes. Is that true? Was that... Was that relevant? <laughs> yeah, that's not relevant to anything. <laughs> it said where you lived. You split your time between Leeds and Jessica's house in Kent. Oh. Thought I'd just add it in. Um, and yeah. so on the... So you, you know what thought, Lid? <laughs> so you're living with, with Ryan Thomas. Yeah, well, uh, not living, yeah. It's not yeah. it's not one of them kind of arrangements. <laughs> no, 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 no. I know um, that about no, him. No, it's just because, obviously, he's a really good mate of mine. Yeah. And um, he's, he lives close and he's kind of took me under his wing and helped me out with everything. But no, I mean, I can't, I can't stress how welcoming the cast have been. I mean, it's been unbelievable from literally... My first day when I went shopping for the character to get clothes, the, the security woman was like, hi, Chris, welcome to Coronation Street. And then the makeup people were like, oh, hi, really welcome. Everyone, but everyone like was just really, really friendly and it's been, it's been an amazing, amazing experience so far. Yeah. How different is it to Hollyoaks? Because you've done that for, forever. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's massively different. I mean, in Hollyoaks, we're all kind of quite young and quite of, a, of the same age. But obviously on Coronation Street, you've got like the likes of like me and, and Ryan and Brooke and Sasha, who are all kind of younger generation. And then you've got like the, the absolute legends who are still there from the first episode. Yeah. And it's just, they've just got this air about them. Like, they're just great. I mean, Have like, you noticed a difference? Like, I know you've only been on screen a week, but already are you, no, are you recognised more? Because it's, Corrie's huge, isn't it, it all is, over it the world? It is huge. I mean, I'm, to be honest, I've not really experienced it as yet because since Monday, I've not really been anywhere that I would have got yeah. recognised. I've kind of been in work most of the time. Yeah. And in the car, and I'm travelling down to London tonight, so I probably won't see anybody tonight or anything like that. But, um... I imagine it's going to be quite, quite a full shot. on. Yeah. yeah, because obviously, I mean, Hollyoaks was a great time for me. I spent six years there. It was a mm. great, great show. Um, but it still it doesn't get the level of viewing figures that Coronation Street's got. Because yeah. Coronation Street's an institution, isn't <laughs> yeah, it? It's a huge, huge deal. And everyone watches it and everyone talks about it. And for me, it's going to be strange because with Hollyoaks, I knew kind of what type of people I was going to get recognised by. Because it's quite a young audience and... I knew if I was going to go out with my grandma and granddad for something to eat at a pub, I probably wouldn't get any 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 hassle. But Coronation Street is watched by everyone. You will get none and granddads Yeah, I get none and granddads. <laughs> yeah. I, I always say you're not famous until my mum's heard of you. And even my mum said, oh, that Tommy Duckworth is back. <laughs> hey. You've made it. You've made it. You've made it with Mrs. Toulon. Mike and Uh, Chris Fallon is here from Coronation Street now, plays uh, Tommy Duckworth. We, we took a picture of, of you and me and Chelsea, uh, and, and quite frankly, you don't look like you like us in the shot. I do like you. <laughs> Loads. Uh, Elaine Sorry. Scholes says, it looks like you're the one with the spray tan, Mike. Yes. Go what? on, Elaine. What? Well in. Uh, Lindsay Barnes says, Chris is just lush. It's oh, a good word, that, that's isn't nice. it? Yeah. Uh, Simone Gipters says, Mike looks well today, but Chris, hot, hot, hot. Oh, I thought uh, that was going somewhere else. I thought you were going to Chris. Like Chris it. is a minger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought that's what I was going. Uh, Nula Jackson says, Mike is going for the crease look today. I said, well, well, there's nothing about slagging me off. We've got Chris Fountain here. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's not about that. Kylie Minogue's in town tonight, oh, uh, playing the MEN Arena for the next few nights. Have you seen Kylie live? I've not. I've heard she's really Amazing. small, though. Amazing. Yeah, she's... Have you never met her? You've no, never I've met never met her. I saw her at Madame Tussauds once. Yeah. Yeah. You, saw, you saw her at Madame Tussauds? Yeah, yeah. We went, I went last <laughs> week. Do you know that one You really are here? so shabby. <laughs> just take, the thing is, we got there and it was it was great and everything, but then we just, me and my girlfriend just decided to try and take the most inappropriate pictures we could Everybody possibly. Oh, does did that, you? Don't yeah. Did you go up to like Daniel Craig, James Bond and stick your finger up his nose and stuff like well, that? It was bit, yeah, oh, yeah. More inappropriate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. What, what sort of thing? <laughs> what did you stick in I'm Daniel not, Craig? <laughs> Um, oh, no, don't worry. <laughs> okay. Uh, and also today, 1st of April, is uh, is April Fool's Day. Um, we've not done any pranks on the show today. Um, you don't know I... what I've left in your bag. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever done an April Fool's in anyone? I have, actually. Yeah, it was on... Um, when I was in Hollyoaks, I did... Um, I did a prank on a girl called Kira Jansen, who played Nicole, and... 
basically it was a bit of a master plan really like I, I, I stole her phone from her on set and she was like oh god go put it back in my dressing room so I went back to her dressing room as I put the phone back I stole her car keys and then <laughs> this is getting a bit sinister isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> then I moved her car to the very bottom of the car park because the, yeah. the, the car park at Hollyoaks is like in a in a well, I can't describe it but there's lots of trees yeah and um I basically moved it to the far end of the car park and hid it behind a skip and then we Set hid. it on fire. <laughs> no. No. Then went round and burgled a house and attacked a family. No. So then she came out and I put her keys back in the dressing room and then she came out and we were all hiding. Well, I say we were all, it was just me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like she started crying and phoned the police. And oh no. <laughs> it kind of ruined it really. I was a bit yeah. annoyed because I had to kind of like go, oh no, it's an April 4th. It's really behind yeah. the skip. And, yeah. then, and then she was just like crying and it didn't really go. <laughs> that's, a, that's a joke that took the wrong turning really, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I thought it was good though. I imagine the police must get, yeah, I think it's quite funny. <laughs> I, I, I commend stealing people's cars for a laugh. Uh, I imagine the police must get a lot of calls, mustn't they today? Yeah. But then when the police, if like a police woman arrives on April Fool's Day, everyone's going to think she's a stripper. <laughs> 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 oh, look what the lads have done for me. Come yeah, on, darling, yeah. get him off. <laughs> uh, so, listen, it's lovely to have you uh, back in Manchester and back on Coronation Street or, or in Coronation Street for the first time. Yep. You're moving in, we, we suspect you're going to move in with Ty. Yeah, that's, yeah? that's Is this looking happen? promising at the minute. And, and can you give us any kind of hints as to what, what's going to happen with uh, Tommy Duckworth? Um, basically, it's more of the same for the first few weeks. I mean, he tries to chat up everything. He's got a pl <laughs> play, plays a few pranks. He's, yeah. he's just a cheeky chap. Really, so it's just so. you, isn't it, really? Gail McIntyre's <laughs> single again. Gail. Gail Platt. Oh, McIntyre. Is it McIntyre now? Is she? Keep up with the times. She's not Platt for you. She married McIntyre. He fell off the boat. You stand more chance with her than Sean. Well, you never know. <laughs> yeah? You never know. Okay, and what about Dancing on Ice? Because you, you were great on that show, and then you did the tour, which Chelsea actually was one of the yeah, judges Yeah, she voted on. for me. She voted for it's you. very nice of her. I did. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not doing the tour this year. I mean, obviously, I've got commitments with um, Corrie. Coronation Street now. Yeah. Um, but I think I'm going to go back and judge when it comes to Manchester. So oh, right, I'm okay. I'm going to nick your job, I think. Oh, right. I, was <laughs> I wonder why they aren't cold. <laughs> you nicked my job a couple of years ago on the bloody panto. What's Sorry. Wrong <laughs> What's wrong with you? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Tommy Duckworth, Chris Mountain on Q103. I'm Mike Toolan, am the self-appointed stress reliever. Oh, oh, stress, stress reliever, reliever with Mike Toolan. Looking really, really casual today, despite a recent TV appearance. Melanie and Lady Barn says, um, Where's Lady Barn? That's not what she says, because she would know. This is me there. saying that. I've heard of Lady Barn. Where is Lady Barn? It's kind of near Fallowfield, oh, uh, Withington Way, I think. Uh, hi, Mike and Chelsea. Uh, me and my boyfriend have been together for nine months. I'm 21, and he's 25. Everything is going great. We never really fight, and my family actually really like him, which is rare. The only problem is he travels a lot for work, and he'll be gone for two weeks at a time. I don't mind, but he's asked me to help him make his trip better. He wanted me um, to take nude pictures of myself. I said I would only because I do love and care about him and I thought it would be good for him and for us. But I hate pictures of myself as it is and I've tried to take them for him but I hate every picture I take and it makes me feel even more self-conscious than I do already. I'd actually rather walk around naked for a day than take nude pictures of myself. I know it sounds stupid but it's really hard for me to send him this pi these pictures. Am I alone? I think I'd trust him. I think he wouldn't do anything with these pictures, but it's really hard explaining to him why I don't like these picture, uh, pictures. He doesn't get it. Should I just suck it up and take them? Says Melanie in Lady Barn. Uh, so, um, I don't know what you think to this. Um, if you've ever uh, taken uh, saucy pictures of yourself, uh, or your, your partner's ever asked, uh, you know, how, or, or even a DVD or anything, you know, how did that pan out for you? 
Did you feel that really self-conscious? Did you not want to do it? Uh, anyone listening now has ever done it and it's come up and bit them on the ass? Um, I really want to hear from you, right? And and because Melanie's got a real problem, she was struggling with this. It's sort of a self-conscious uh, thing, and maybe she doesn't like her own body loads or whatever, or maybe she just feels it's a bit, it's a bit weird and pervert. Hello, Leslie. Leslie's not on the phone. Oh. Uh, le- it, it, hello. Hi. Hi, Le- Hi Leslie. You okay? Yeah, I'll, I'll take that as a yes. And uh, what's your point on the stress reliever, Leslie? On the, I, I just think that she shouldn't be persuaded um, by anybody or her boyfriend or anybody else to do something that she's really not comfortable doing. Yeah. Um, she's, she's not happy doing these photos, and she shouldn't do it, because once she's done it and sent them, she may really regret what she's done. And then it's out there, like you said about Sarah Harding. I think a lot of girls, because she's still quite young, there's a lot of girls get caught in this trap of of doing these photos or putting things that then end up on the internet. No, no matter how much she trusts the boyfriend now, it's still only nine months and anything could happen and then you just don't know what would happen after that. So if she's not comfortable doing it, she shouldn't do it. And then if anything happens, she can't feel that she was pushed into a corner. Yeah, which is good which advice. Is good advice. I, I mean, yeah. actually, everyone's thinking that um, uh, the pictures will end up on the internet uh, out of some malicious reason. Uh, it's possible they could end up on the internet uh, out of a stupid reason. Uh, like has happened to me once. There's a website <laughs> I signed up to once called itookthisonmyphone.com. That sounds dangerous. <laughs> I know, yeah. And weird. And what it does is, every time you take a picture on your mobile, it automatically sends it to this website. So just in case your phone gets nicked or you lose like your phone. Site. It's a backup site. Any, any picture. Any picture that you ever take, automatically it bounces to itookthisonmyphone.com. It's a great website, mm. unless you did like I did with it, with an ex-girlfriend from Altingham. You, you actually take a couple of, you know, uh, uh, saucy sort of shots and and um, you forget that they're on the thing. And there's a privacy box on itookthisonmyphone.com you can tick, yeah. which stops people looking at your photos. I didn't know about this right. box. of course you didn't. No, <laughs> so that was great. We, we split up, actually, me and her. Uh, morning to Karen from Failsworth says, why not take photos with both of them in, and then he's less likely to share them. Oh, yeah. That's true, isn't it? Uh, and Unless they just cut you off like your girlfriend did to you. That's very true. <laughs> Thanks very much. Uh, and Sue from Hazel Grove says, I sent pictures to my boyfriend when he's away. I hate the way I look, but he loves them. I've got to remind myself that even though I think I look awful, uh, he obviously thinks I look great. And if it cheers him up, why not? Matt, for those people who just tuned in, what is the story today? Well, Melanie's boyfriend wants her to send him risky pictures via her portable phone. Uh, we've been asking, should she play ball or simply burst his bubble? Chelsea Norris. Well, there's some very saucy shots floating around camera phones in Manchester. Women are saying steer clear. If you split up, God knows where the pictures will end up. Others say it's a positive. At least he's looking at you and no one else. Or go and have professional shots. Get them airbrushed. You'll look amazing. And then you'll be sending them to the sun. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the stress level. We hope, we hope we've helped for today. <laughs> I'm, I'm not so sure we have. <laughs> Uh, Wednesday morning, it's the 30th of March. Waking up to Q103. last night, yes. um, a, a night of new things on Channel 4, was um, Kirsty and Phil's new show, Vacation, Vacation, Vacation. Oh, my Creative. God. Creative. They are obsessed with the, the, the Asian yeah. part of things, aren't they? Every show they've ever been on, they, 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 do you think they just come up with shows just so they can... They, well, they come up with a title first. Mm. You can imagine yeah. it, can't you? Next up on Channel 4, 
Vaccination, vaccination, vaccination. <laughs> Kirsty and Phil administer immunity medicine to help people fight disease. <laughs> oh, well, next on four, evacuation, evacuation, <coughs> evacuation. Phil and Kirsty visit toilets just after Chelsea's been in. <laughs> <laughs> Very so funny. Tell us about um, vacation. vacation. I love again. these two. I know I you really do. Well, we all do. do. I particularly, I'm totally in love with Phil Spencer. I think he's just like a gentle giant. He's absolutely lovely. We had him on the show and you were very oh, enamoured by him, weren't I you? I love him to death. Anyway, this new series, um, basically, it's them two advising viewers on how to get the most out of your holidays. And they visit a different place every week on two different budgets. Last night was Ibiza. And apparently Phil loves it. He's been going for donkey's years. And I, I know what you're thinking. Phil Spencer doesn't seem like the, the sort of partying type. No. But actually, it showed you a map and San Antonio where all the madness happens. It's like... You know, a dot yeah. and the oh, whole Because there's some island. lovely rustic God, bits to Ibiza, Ibiza Old Town, all that stuff. But they turned up in this little, like, beetle, which was all sort of hippied up. And, uh, Did they have a flower in it? It was massive, yeah. but it was like a really old one. It was all flowered on the outside, and Phil's driving it. <laughs> yeah. And he, uh, she says to him, Phil, have you got your inner hippie? And he says, oh, yeah, you know, I have. She said, well, I don't think I have, but if I'm going to find my inner hippie anywhere, I think I'll find it here, <laughs> as they roll into this sort of campsite. So they do that, and then they go to, like, the luxury end, just to show you, like, the kind of bits that you can get. But it's about, like, you know, if you come for a weekend in September, you can get this great room at half the price because it's out of season sort of thing. So I'm watching it, and um, I sort of started to realise it dawned on me at about... It's only half an hour long, about 12 minutes in, right, that we are, us, me and you, turning into Kirsty and Phil. Because um, something happened which um, tends to happen in... in did my, they argue? My, they did have an argument, oh. which was very interesting. Which was very us. But it wasn't the bit. Um, because when they checked into a luxury hotel, uh, guess who got the better room? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Stunned silence. Uh, <laughs> Your jaw's dropping on the floor. It's just slightly hacking off, that's all. And you don't even like to swim, and you know how much I love to swim. She sounds like you. Jude Law had this from a couple of weeks ago. Now I really hate you. Officially, you're on my hit list. In fact, I'm going to hire a hitman. <laughs> that is us. Because wherever we go, anywhere in the world, any hotel, whether it be in London, Manchester, anything, we stayed in, well, I'm telling Matt now because he doesn't know about this, we stayed in uh, the palace, I think it was, in Manchester once. He got, like, some sweet, and the guy who took my <laughs> luggage up said, oh, you're in the room that you converted from a cupboard. <laughs> when we, no when, we did, when we did the show from Australia... Um, we uh, they, they they flew us there and back and don't ask me how it he happened. He got business. How, how to this day I don't well, know. I'm watching the bloody trash compactor. <laughs> well, maybe maybe they look at you and they think, oh, this is a lady who loves a bargain. <laughs> maybe that's what it is. Yeah, but I want a big room for now. That's a bargain. <laughs> a small person, you don't need a big room. <laughs> they are getting very like us then, aren't they, Phil and Kirsty? But they did have an argument after that over whether Ibiza was actually a good place to go. She wants a kini was, but it, it escalated. He left the table. Really? But um, next week they go to Tuscany and they stay in one of the oh. most beautiful. Beautiful or most expensive hotels in Florence, I think. Yeah. But um, it's absolutely brilliant. I just so love is, he, him. is he sort of charming and debonair, and she's sort of a jealous midget? Always no, they're, they're angry actual, at his success. Actually, yeah. no, they yeah. have a, a mutual <laughs> respect for each other. And that's something we could learn. Hi, this is Phil Spencer from Relocation Relocation. My only piece of property advice is to uh, move as far away from Mike Toulon as you could possibly get, because he's bound to live in a filthy place. I got a dirty mind, I got filthy ways I'm trying to bathe my aid in your Milky Way I'm a legend, I'm irreverent, I be reverent I be so far, uh, 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 uh. 